Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Sharad, and this is episode 10. In this episode, I will be interviewing Damone Brown. Damone is the head coach at Bryant Stratton College, heading into his third year. We talked about all things about his basketball playing career as far as playing at Syracuse, playing in the NBA, playing overseas, what it, t- what it takes to be a good coach, what he plans on doing in the future, and what it takes for you to be a top player or make that starting squad. I hope you enjoy, and let's get clean. Hello. Mom. What's going on, man? <laughs> nothing much, bro. This isn't live or nothing, is it? Nah, it's not technically live, but yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm at a, I'm at a kickball game right now. Watch, it might, it might get a little noisy. Oh, okay, okay. Um, are you? But is it like all right to do it? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, can can you hear me? How is the sound and everything? It's not bad. Every once in a while, I think I get some wind, but it's all right. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can hear your voice clearly. So. Okay. Hold on, let me try. Let me try this way. Hold on. Hold on. What What about now? You sell Wendy? Good. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. How you been? I've been good, man. Can't complain. <laughs> I see. Can't complain. Just trying to trying to get this season going. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what is it you do and where? Uh, well, my name is Damone Brown. I'm the uh, head coach at Brian Stratton College here in Buffalo, New York. I'll be going into my third year as a uh, head coach. Uh, I started my coaching career. Uh, at East High School, been, I was there for two years. Then I moved up to be an assistant coach at Villa Maria College. Um, I was there for three years, and then you know, I was fortunate enough to get the get the head coaching job at uh, Brian Stratton. Um, I've been having a great time, a great experience. Uh, you know, I enjoy what I do, what I'm doing, and you know, seeing these kids develop. It's uh, you know, great players and good kids on and off the fit, off the court. So I mean, that's a little bit of what I've been doing the last couple of years. Uh, where did you play basketball? Uh, I started playing basketball. I played basketball at Syracuse University. Uh, I played there for four years. I was able to graduate with my degree in uh, information science and technology. After that, I was uh, you know, blessed enough to be. Drafted to the NBA. I was drafted uh, to the Philadelphia 76ers. And I was able to have a a long professional career playing uh, many years in the NBA. And, uh, you know, many, many years overseas. So uh, I played, I played, in, I played in countries. I played in countries such as uh, Korea. I played in China. I played in uh, the Netherlands. I played uh, in South America and Venezuela. I played in Mexico. So I, I played. I played a little bit of, of everywhere. 
uh, hardest player you ever had to guard? The hardest player I had to guard is uh, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't play it against so many greats. Uh, the, the list goes on and on. Uh, Allen Iverson, who I got to match up with every day in practice. Uh, Kevin Garnett was another was another tough matchup. Uh, uh, Ron Artest was always a tough matchup from from uh, my Syracuse days and professional days. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. You know, the list the list can go on forever. Uh, oh, fa- oh, oh, I mean, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan <laughs> as well. You know, Michael Jordan as well. You know, any, anytime you go against the GOAT, you know, it, it's something different. Uh, favorite moment as a player? Uh, my favorite moment? My favorite moment, I'm going to have to say, is uh, draft day was is something that, that's – I'm always going to remember uh, my first NBA game, regular season game. It's something I'm, I'm always going to remember. Uh, what else? I mean, th- th- those two are the ones that stick out the most. Uh, you know, like I said, being matched up against Michael Jordan is something that's that's always going to stick with me and be with me. So th- those are a few. Did, did you have to try to act not nervous, but like, hey, I got to lock, lock him up? Uh, I, I part of the game when it, when that game first started. When that game first started, I actually wasn't matched up with him. I had a different assignment, and then you know, once once the game gets going, you 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 don't really you you really lose thought about that. You're not really thinking about that. So, uh, you know, when I when I got switched out there and you know happened to be on him, it was it was kind of just another player. You know what I'm saying? Until right. You know, halftime and until the end of the game and things like that. Uh, what made you get into coaching? Uh, well, I, I I got into coaching because when I was I was playing, I was playing uh, in the uh, in the ABA, mm-hmm. and I tore my Achilles. Uh. So when I tore my Achilles, you know, I had to go through a long rehab process. You know, I had to go a long rehab process. And and during that time, you know, my son was in my son was in high school playing. So so I wanted to, you know, help help him develop, work with him. And and uh, the coach said that I should, you know, come and help out. And once I did that, and during that time I still was rehabbing. So so after I got done rehab and I was all cleared to play, I kind of fell in love with coaching. I kind of just wanted to, you know, work on developing players and and things like that. Okay. Uh, have you always wanted to coach? Yeah, I mean, that, that's something I always wanted to do. Uh, you know, any anytime I have a chance to give back to the game and give back the things that I learned, that, that's something I definitely wanted to be do as I got older. I, I didn't know it would come – Come that soon, because I still had some some plan days, some plan days in me. I felt, but it it can't it came when it did. You can't you can't run from your calling. All right. Uh, how did you get the job you have now? Um. Well, I was I was coaching. Like I said, I was coaching at uh Villa Maria, you know, assistant coaching there, and uh, somebody I knew that worked at Brian Stratton was. She she worked there, mm. and uh, 
she kind of just reached out to me and just asked, you know, would I be interested in coaching? They starting up a new team here, a new program here. Would I be interested? And that's kind of how it kind of happened. You know, I, I called the, you know, the campus directors there and the market director there, had a conversation with them. It was a good conversation. And, you know, one thing led to another and they, you know, brought, brought me aboard. How has it uh, been coaching your son? Um, it is, it is, I mean, for me, it's fine. I mean, you know, for him, for him, it may be a little bit more tougher. You know, I'm a, I'm a little harder on him. Right. You know, I, I, I expect so much more, you know what I'm saying? From, cause he, he, he put the work in, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I can't, I can't let him slack. I can't take it easy on him. Cause you know, other players may think they can get a, get away with the same stuff. So I gotta, so I have to be not just as tough or the same amount of toughness, a little bit extra. But it is enjoyable, you know, to watch them, you know, out there play and make plays and see all the work that that we put in individually. You know, play off. I mean, pay off in a game. You know, it's, it's always rewarding to see that and, and happy to see that. Hmm. Uh, yeah. How have you handled being a single parent, specifically as a black father? Especially in today's time, uh, I mean, being being a single father or a single parent anywhere, it is important to have a good a good system, a good support system. Support system. Uh, I think I, I've had I had I had help all along the way. You know what I'm saying, uh, you know, their their mother is great with them. Uh, you know, my family is great. You know, great support, great help. If anything's ever needed, you know what I'm saying? It's it's available for them. I mean, the kids don't really want for nothing. You know what I'm saying? They just – I mean, like I said, it's all it's all based on having a, a great support system and, ha- and having help and, you know, having somebody to call on if, if need be. And I think I, I, I've, I've been fortunate and blessed enough to be in position for that. What is your coaching style? Uh – I don't have one set style, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I kind of coach to the talent and the players that I have. Right. I, I don't want I don't want to have just one way and then I have players who, who don't fit that, you know what I'm saying? What what I try and do is take a little bit from all the coaches that I had over my career, just take a little bit from each of them, you know, and, and implement it to, to the team I have, you know, from year to year or game to game and, and things like that. I, I don't want to be – I don't want to be. I don't want to be just you know one way, right? And then and, and not be able to adjust. So I, I I love to play to my player's strength. But one one thing that one thing that I'm always going to preach and want and demand from my team is a team that work hard and a team that's uh, you know defensive minded. You know what I'm saying? We got to work hard. We got to bust our butt, but we got to give it up on that defensive end because it makes the game a whole lot easier. Right. Um, how are you approaching this upcoming season differently than the previous ones because of COVID? Oh man, you you just got to cherish every moment. You know, I'm cherish every practice, any minute, any moment you can get on the floor and on on the court, in the weight room. Uh, you want to take advantage of it. You know, what I'm saying you don't want to take it for granted because, because as as we seen last year, it can be taken away from you and it can be over in a in a blink of an eye. Right. So I want to cherish every moment. I want I want the guys to cherish every moment you know just take it just take advantage of, of, of the opportunity and the chance you got to play college basketball 
and just enjoy enjoy every moment. How how were those kids when it happened last year that they got their chances of going to the playoffs and everything snatched away? Man, we we were actually in the playoffs. Like oh, we were wow. down, we were we were down, and they, you know, shut it shut it down. Dang. So, oh. so I mean, it it kind it, it hurt. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah, seniors, seniors on here. Right. Yeah. I have I have four seniors who who, you know, played their last basketball game and without without playing their last basketball game. So you definitely got to cherish every moment. You know, don't don't be a person that's a dread in practice because like right now, even. Even now to this day, we still haven't really been able to work out or get into a gym to play basketball here in New York because everything is everything is still shut down. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, just enjoy the moment, enjoy the process, and, uh, you know, just enjoy it. Uh, what must a player do to make a college team? Whew. Some of the things, what, what I look for for my team, mm-hmm. I can give you that. I want somebody. The number one thing is to be coachable. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be a player that that has all the answers. You know what I'm saying? You got to be coachable. You got to be willing to you know work hard and trust what the coaches are saying and and believe that they're going to put you in the right position to be successful. Somebody that's going to work hard. Uh, even though you may feel you working hard, the coach may ask you to work a little bit harder. You know what I'm saying? Be be willing to do that. Um, hard working, coachable, and somebody who you can't you can't be a fake basketball player. You can't be you can't be a fake. You gotta be really committed to playing basketball because basketball at college and basketball in high school and pickup leagues and all that is totally different. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, those are, those are a few things, a few few minor things. Be coachable, be ready to work hard, and uh, be ready to give everything you got to your teammates and your, you know, what I'm saying to yourself. What must a player do to be a starter on a college team? Oh, um, to be a starter, you got to do some things that's do things that the coach definitely need or definitely want. And one thing that a coach always gonna want. He's going to want somebody that's going to work hard. Uh, it may not even be all about the offense. You know what I'm saying? It may be about you're the hardest worker on defense. You're the hardest worker on off. I mean, you're the, hard, you're the hardest worker in drills. I mean, you give everything up on the defensive end. I mean, you hustle, you scrap, you diving for loose balls. It's just a few, the few of the little things that coaches look for. Just, just do something to separate yourself from other players right. that's on the team. Um, what's the difference between high school, college, and the pro game? Uh, just the speed of the game. The speed of the game is one thing. Um, in high school, in high school, it may be on your high school team. It may be you as the one good guy, mm-hmm. or you may be lucky enough to have another good guy. But in college, you know, the whole team is is built up is built from those one or two guys that was good in high school. So you got to be able to work hard, do little different things to separate yourself from, from you know, the rest. And then what about the pro? Pro leagues, huh? Now that's it's now that's taking it to a whole another level. It, it, it's, it's, it's from the uh, the one or two guys that's uh, good on your college team is that that pool has got narrowed. 
You know what I'm saying? The speed. You got the most athletic guys. You got the fastest guys. You got the guys that got the most knowledge, knowledge of the game, playing professionally. So it's just a, it's just a different mindset. You got to be confident in what you do up there. It's all about confidence at the at the pro level. You know what I'm saying? Confidence is key. It's kind of, confidence is key on all levels, but confidence key is key at the professional level. How is it um, different managing all the off-court distractions between college and pro? Like, how big of a jump is it managing just, like, how hard you're still working on your craft compared to, like, all the extra stuff that you're required to do and then all the stuff you're capable of doing because now you have a big check? That's that's how – that's why college is uh, – college basketball isn't for everybody. It's a lot that you have to take care of. You have to be focused on, in the classroom. You have to be focused on the court. Uh you want you want to you want to make sure that uh you know what I'm saying you ha- you handling everything on and off the floor. Professionally, you have a lot more free time. You have you have a, you have a lot yeah cuz you don't have class, you don't have work. That is your work. Right. So you have all, you have all the time and energy to focus in on perfecting your craft. Now the good players and the great or well, the great players use that time wisely. <laughs> Guys who are just happy to be there are just happy to be there. How has the game changed since you started playing? Uh, the game has changed a lot. I mean, it's a lot more. It's a lot more six ten wingmen out there than when I was playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a lot. It, it's cool to be Kevin Durant. You know what right. I'm saying? Six six eleven, six ten, slim. You know, playing on that perimeter. So I mean, that that's one big change. It's um uh, the skill level. The skill level is just off the charts now. I'm not not saying it wasn't athletic back when I played, but it, it they're, they're they're way super more athletic. You know what I'm saying? Going through the legs with dunks and 360 through the legs and all type of stuff. So I mean, the game the game is more athletic, but but at the end of it, it's still basketball. All right. How, why do you think like when you watch like the shows or you hear people talk and they be like, ah, these dudes aren't as skilled and stuff? And to me, it's always like. Well, when you're running at a much faster speed and everybody else is that much faster, it's that much harder to be able to dribble and and shoot with that much more accuracy. So if the accuracy is going up and they're being in a dribble at this certain speed, isn't it kind of obvious? Like, yeah, the skill level is gone. And you have more dudes. Because it's not like there wasn't dudes that were skilled back then, but I feel like there's a lot more now than there ever was before, especially like like you said, you got seven-footers that can dribble and shoot now. Uh, At the same time, I mean, they can't post though. So, like you know, there's yeah, no team. Yeah. So, so, so it, it's a different skill set. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's different things that's required and wanted from from players. So, it's um the the guy the guys are definitely skilled. The guys the guys back when 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 I was younger and playing the game, we we had skill, mm-hmm. but it, it just wasn't. I don't know. We we didn't have to display it as much or we we didn't do it or wasn't videotaped as much as you in the gym working out with a trainer doing different things like that so i mean guys are still skilled guys are still athletic and and able to play what are what are some keys to becoming a great coach got the, the one of the major key is is uh you know being able to listen being able to adjust to what what you have just just seeing what you have Seeing what you have as a coach and being able to use that to your advantage. You know what I'm saying? You like I said, you, you just don't want to be a coach stuck in one way where where uh you're trying to post up, you, you want to run post plays because you're 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 big and 
and you don't have no big to post up, that's going to hurt, end up hurting the team. You just got to be able to listen, you know, learn learn from others, you know, and implement it into what you have. <clears throat> what coaches do you get new ideas from? Uh, I try and watch everybody. I try and watch everybody. I don't. I don't limit it to to just one coach. Like I, I watch old basketball games. I watch old college games. I watch old old NBA games. I try and watch. I try and watch as much basketball as I can. Because I mean, you always learn. You may see, damn, that that play ran like that, and it, it really worked, or or this defensive scheme really worked, or like you want to. Don't limit yourself. You know what I'm saying? You always want to be looking and learning and seeing what you can implement or what do you, what do you think will work for you or, or your team or your program. So don't I don't I don't look at just one coach or I don't I'm not saying I just look at Pop, Popovich right. for what what I want to do. I, I look at everybody. Popovich to you know, old Phil Phil Jacksons to Thibodeaux to Bayheims to you know, Calipari's if I can watch high school, I, I learn some things from some high school games I go to. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm always looking and learning. Uh, what would you tell incoming freshmen to work on skill-wise if they're trying to make a college team or make your college team? Uh, one thing you want to do, you want to – because, you know, most most incoming freshmen are are, are a little bit softer. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're they not, they not strong enough yet. So one thing you want to be – one thing you want to do, you you want to be in shape. Mm-hmm. You you want to be in shape, and you want to be in shape and work on being being strong because you know college college basketball players they didn't they've been in college one or two three years they're a little bit stronger they've been in that weight room so you want to be strong enough to play the game at least hold your own. Right. But the number one thing is you want to have some type of cardio because mm. you, you you can at least focus in. You can at least focus in. You can pay more attention. You, you're able to listen and learn if uh, if you're if you're in shape. Right. Um. What are your goals for this next season? Uh, my goal one one goal I always have every year. I mean, I wanna I wanna have a, a successful season, successful program. I want my kids to learn. Um. You know, the ultimate goal is always to win the championship. Uh, but I just want to get my I want my guys to get better. I want them to learn. I want them to be. I want my players to be better. You know, better, better student athletes than when they came in. By the time they leave me, I want them to be better at you know everything. How do you handle the student athlete uh, work regimen? Like, how do you help them with coming to academics and balancing ball and handling like, okay, you want to you know get more time? Like, you still got to do your individual workouts. Like, how do you? get them focused on that like do you have some type of help from the school like how, how does that work uh i, I mean I, I give my trying to get my players all the options to be successful i give them every option to be successful so it can never be you know you know the school didn't or coach didn't help out of so for the academic parts we have you know study table for them we have all the tutor helps tutor help that we need mm. for them uh you know academic advisors I'm on a. I have weekly check-ins, so I can so make sure oh, they don't wow. fall fall okay. fall too far behind with any work. Uh, so, I, as far as the school part, you have all the tools to be successful. If you if you don't be successful, that's a choice that you personally made. You know, not to be. Right. And then, as far as basketball, you know, I have, I have a great staff who 
who who do great skill development, who do uh, you know the individual workouts. Uh, so all, everything that we have is tailored and made for you to be successful. If you don't be if you don't be successful, like I said, you you're choosing not to be, and you can't blame nobody but yourself. What are your uh, future plans in general? Like, do you want to coach at the next level? Do you want to keep coaching in college? Um, I mean, I, I enjoy what I'm doing now, you know, coaching here. But you know, if the if the opportunity comes to the coach at a higher level or coach professionally or or anything like that, I mean, that's something. Thank you. That's something I will, uh, you know, take when the time come and look at it and right. see what's best for my family and, and things like that. Uh, who's your pick to win the NBA championship this year? Uh, then this year is going to be kind of tough. Like this, I've been watching. I've been watching the, the the restart in the in the uh, you know the scrimmage games from yeah. the bubble. Yeah. They look a little. They look like they've been had some time off. They look a little. Rusty. <laughs> they do look a little rusty. You saw CJ McCollum block himself. In the oh, wrist. <laughs> he almost broke his back. He almost broke his back. I'm, I'm seeing Jr. I, I've seen a whole lot of air balls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think it, it's always a, the team with the, with the top talent is always gonna have a chance to win the game. So that's the the, the Lakers, the Clippers, uh, Milwaukee. I think. Uh, you know, Toronto played good team basketball, so they got a chance. So, but, you know, the Clippers, the Lakers, Milwaukee, you know, the, the, the top teams in the leagues have a, have a chance, have a, a real good chance of winning it. I mean, but the but the way it is now, anybody can win it. You know what I'm right. saying? Anybody has, a, anybody has a chance to win it. Um, So uh, where where can people find you on social media? Uh, I'm on social – well – I have Damone Brown on Facebook. I have uh, Moan Brown underscore on Instagram. Uh, you can find us at the the Brian and Stratton Buffalo Facebook. That's our uh, my team. We also have uh, Brian and Stratton BSC Buffalo on Instagram. So any any one of those things, you you're able to find me at. And then, uh, where can people watch your team if they're not in Buffalo? Uh, w- this year we'll, we'll be doing a lot of live live streaming games. Okay. Uh, so all the information will be on our our Facebook, or it'll be on our uh, our athletic website, bscbuffalo.com. Okay, coach, it was it was great talking to you, man. Glad, no, glad, great. glad you and the the family are doing well, and I hope you have a great season this year. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for uh, you know having me on. <laughs> What 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 made you start doing this though? Um, literally, literally the COVID. Like, so I only had a private Instagram, and then uh-huh. I had been thinking about making a public one. And then the COVID, I just started like one of my boys that plays pro. I've been doing like programming for him online, and I was like, you know what? Like, why don't I just start the Instagram? And then like my girl kept pressing me like you because I had always been talking about I want to do podcasts because I'm a big fan of like Joe Rogan how he had like, all these different yeah. people from walks of life come on and I'm like I like to talk and I'm like why not yeah. so it's been going well and then I started that and it's like I just got like I told you I got a job as a strength conditioning coach at this basketball like a private basketball facility so they uh-huh. brought me on so I'm running that part of the um the facility and so it, it, it's been real it's been real fun you know I've been I've just been good, having man. different type of people on and yeah, so it's 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 growing quicker than I thought okay. too. 
That's what's up, man. So how 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 would I be able to hear though? We're, I gotta go on here. Yeah, so it'll it. it'll be on the Anchor app. So I'm gonna post it tomorrow. So, uh, so it'll be on the Anchor app, on Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So and and, and like, w- will it be on your uh, Instagram page link or like how? What uh, else would it be? If I don't put, I'll put the link. Uh, I'll put the link and I'll tag you on the Facebook, and then I'll also put. The uh, post saying that I posted it like it's on, it's available on on the Anchor app tomorrow at, at uh, eight p.m. Oh, so I'll, okay, I'll, I'll okay. so you'll you'll get tagged by both. So you'll be like, okay, I can go to Anchor, and then you can okay. just listen to it right there. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Sounds good. So everything good. The family doing good. Family. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're still in New York. I'm I'm in Atlanta Ooh. now. So they 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 basically shut down. I mean, like my dad, yeah. he does everything right now virtually. And my mom, because she's a nurse, she goes into the – she's in the city like four days a week, and then they go out um, to the house they have in uh, Pennsylvania. And they mostly just stay there because my sister's done with school right now. And okay. so whenever – and, like, down here I know the upcoming school year is supposed to be virtual, at least for, like, the first two months. So up there she's probably going to be virtual for her whole senior year, like the yeah. way New York is. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, th- things are in New York slowly getting back to normal or trying to. Num- numbers are down. Right. But, uh, you know, hope- hopefully this thing, you know, start start wrapping up worldwide man, so we can get back to some type of reality, some like, some normalcy. I-, I just hope they don't, like, re-shut it down again because, I mean, like, it's going to – it's not just – Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, I just hope it doesn't, you know, it's not going to go away. So the numbers spike up middle of your season. I hope they're like, oh, we got to shut it down. It's like, yo. Yeah, we just got to. It's like the flu. Like people, some people, are, you know, some people are just more susceptible than other people. I don't you know. We can't yeah. make people's whole lives. Like all these businesses closing. Like people going to die of depression more than the, yeah. the damn virus. Stuck uh, inside absolutely. all day. Absolutely. I mean, just just try and be as safe as you can. Right. Put put the mask on when need be, and you know what I'm saying. Try and take take care of yourself that way. You know. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Well, I'm gonna let you go. Enjoy the. What is you got a kickball league? Like, yeah, what? It's, they they got a kickball league out here. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> so this, I'm just out here watching the games right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate this. It was really nice. And uh, you know, l- let me know when you need me back on. I I, I won't mind coming back on. Okay, go, dope, dope. I, I, I try to always tell people it's like I wanna uh have like a, a year and like that very date, but that next year I have people on and do like a check and see where you're at. Cause by yeah. by now, hopefully, hopefully you got a championship underneath your belt. <laughs> hopefully, man. Ho- that's that's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. Uh, you know, I'm working towards that right now. You know. <laughs> All right, brother. I appreciate you. All right, man. Thanks for having me. All right, peace. All right. Well, as you heard it, that concludes episode ten. Another great podcast. Happened to be one of my former coaches, so it was very great catching up with him and then discussing, of course, all topics regarding as how to become a great player and how to become a great coach. I hope you all enjoyed. As I always say, I will be checking in a year from now, hopefully, with Damone again, hopefully from the exact same date to see where he's at. Hopefully he has a championship underneath his belt. 
And tune in next week once again to the Get Clean Podcast. I will have a very special guest in store for y'all. As always, check out my Instagram at Coach Khalil Sherrod. It's at K-A-L-I-L underscore S-H-E-R-R-O-D for the next date and time when I will be dropping the next podcast. Trust me, you will want to stay tuned. Remember, stay clean. Peace.